Hello folks and welcome back to another episode of the TCM Folks. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about which TCM treatment should you choose, which TCM treatment is best for you, or in other words, what are the differences between the different types of TCM treatments. So in the past episodes, I have talked about TCM acupuncture, I have talked about TCM cupping, right? So before I go in depth into what are some of the differences between the different TCM treatments, I first want to introduce to you guys some of the other more commonly used TCM treatments as well. And these TCM treatments include Twena, Moxibustion, as well as Ear Acupuncture. So first and foremost, Twena, right? So Twena in Chinese is made out of two words, Twe and Na. And Twena essentially means push and pull in English. So you can understand it as massage. But because we call TCM Twena massage in English, right? A lot of people get the impression that TCM Twena or TCM massage is the same as the kind of massage you'll get outside in those spas or in those uh, massage parlors. But I think that there should be some differentiation uh, to be made between the two where massage in those kind of spas or in those kind of massage parlors is actually mainly just for relaxation, for total body relaxation. And these kind of massages generally go by timing, right? By half an hour, 45 minutes, or by an hour. And so if you were to come to a TCM clinic for a TCM massage or a TCM twena, the difference is that as TCM physicians, we don't do these kind of relaxation massages most of the time. Instead, what we do is we do TCM twena targeted to a specific condition that you may be experiencing. So in other words, uh, condition-based or illness-based twena. So what this means is that we can only do twena for you or we should only be doing twena for you if you have a specific problem that you need to be addressing, right? And not just because you want to relax or you just want to enjoy a massage. And so the point of TCM twena or the purpose of TCM twena is actually to do things like target certain meridians, target certain muscle groups, target certain bones, target certain joints with the aim of helping you improve mobility, helping you reduce pain. Uh, it can even be used to help you treat certain internal health issues. And the main point of it is to actually help you address certain conditions that you may be experiencing and not just for relaxation. Right? There is a goal that we want to achieve. And in most cases, Twena is actually used to treat these kind of musculoskeletal issues for pain management for mobility issues right but there are also times where you can also use Twena to treat other kinds of issues like in in pediatrics we have pediatrics Twena which can be used to actually treat uh, things like the common cold things like fever things like digestive issues uh, things like developmental issues and even in adults right sometimes we also use Twena to treat digestive issues and other issues as well So I hope this clarifies uh, any misunderstandings, hope this clears up any confusion between what TCM massage or TCM Twena actually is versus, you know, the massages or the Twena that spas or that massage parlors tend to offer as well. Alright, next treatment is what we call moxibustion. So moxibustion is something that is not as commonly used as acupuncture cupping and Twena. But it's something that's also quite frequently used in TCM. So what moxibustion is, is we use this herb called Chinese mugwort. 
or in Chinese we call it ai chao or ai ye. And this herb, Chinese mugwort, we believe it has the properties to warm the meridians. It has the ability to disperse cold, disperse wind, disperse damp energies from the body. It has the function to promote qi energy and promote blood circulation. It also has the function to reduce pain and to nourish our yang energy. So what this moxibustion is, is basically a, a herb, right? It, it looks like a cotton wool. It comes in a big bag normally and it looks like cotton wool. And how we used to perform this treatment traditionally is we would actually take a few, a pinch of this cotton wool looking herb. We'll make it into like a small triangle, like a pyramid shape. And then we will put it onto the acupoint or to the area of the body that we want to put it on. And then we will ignite this herb, right? We will literally burn the herb. And this creates sort of like a warming effect on the area that we put the herb on. Right? So this is traditionally how we do it. But nowadays, we, we don't normally do this anymore, right? We don't, we don't take the raw herb in its original form, the cotton wool form. What happens is nowadays, we compress the herb into something that looks like a cigar, right? Sometimes it looks like a black color cigar. Sometimes it looks like a very long stick of that herb. So what we do with this cigar looking object is we same thing, we ignite it, we light it up, and then we put it over the area that we want to warm. So moxibustion is mainly used to generate a so-called warming effect, right? So if you have a problem that is caused by cold energy or you have a problem that is caused by damp energy in the body, this is where moxibustion will be very useful to help purge some of these cold or damp energies away. So the thing about moxibustion, right, it is something that ordinary people can actually buy on their own, right? You can actually go to those Chinese medical shops and you can actually buy these uh, Chinese mugwort herbs on their own or you can buy the cigar form of the Chinese mugwort and you can actually do uh, moxibustion on yourself, on your own, right? It's very simple. All you need to do is just light up the stick and you just need to place it over the affected area that you want to treat. Very simple. But the, the thing about moxibustion is that it is actually not suitable for everyone, the, there are contraindications to using moxibustion and the main contraindication is if you have a body type that is a little bit more heaty in nature. So what do I mean by heaty, right? So as usual, heaty means that you have symptoms like maybe you're very thirsty all the time, you sweat very easily, you feel very warm, uh, your bowel movement is not smooth, you have constipation or dry stools, you have a yellowish urine, you can't sleep. So all these are symptoms that you may have a little bit of a heaty body type it may be a little bit more heaty. Right? And as I've mentioned, the function of Chinese mugwort is to actually warm the meridians, is to disperse cold energy, is to improve or nourish our yang energy. Right? Basically, it makes us more heaty as well. So if you already have a heaty body type, and then you go and use this uh, moxibustion on yourself, that is also going to add heat to your body. Then obviously, it's not going to make you better, it's going to make you worse. So as with anything, as with any TCM treatments, always make sure that your body is suited for that treatment before embarking on the treatment itself. And moxibustion is one of the, the few treatments that people can actually um, do on their own. And so that's why I, I specifically mention it to be careful if you're doing moxibustion, uh, not to do it if you have a heatier body type. And of course, 
Moxibustion itself, if you know how it's done, it actually involves uh, heat. It actually involves fire. So if you're doing it, make sure you don't burn yourself. You are extra careful. But I actually don't recommend anyone to do these kind of treatments themselves. Uh, please go and see a TCM physician, go to a TCM clinic to get these kind of treatments done to be on the safe side. Okay, the last treatment that I want to introduce to you guys before we go into the comparison is this TCM treatment called ear acupuncture or auricular acupuncture. And this is something that not many people have heard of and not many people do, but it's something that we also you know, use quite frequently in our practice as well. So what is ear acupuncture? So ear acupuncture is a microsystem, right? It works around this concept of microsystems. So what is a microsystem? So if you have ever seen those foot reflexology charts outside those uh, massage parlors, right, you will have noticed that the, the feet, right, they show you a picture of a feet. And on that picture of the feet, there are many points all over the feet that correspond to different parts of the body, right? So for example, you have the eyes on this point of the feet, right? And then you have maybe the mouth and then you have the organs on certain points of the feet. So this feet is actually a microsystem where different points all over the feet correspond to different points or different places throughout the body itself. And ear acupuncture is exactly the same concept. There are many points all over the ear that correspond to all the different parts of the body. So in the ear itself, there are acupoints that relate to our eyes, there are acupoints that relate to our mouth, there are acupoints that relate to our different organs, our lungs, our heart, our kidney, our livers, the acupoints that relate to our hands, our legs, our spine. So by actually triggering these acupoints that correspond to these different parts of the body on the ear, we believe that we are able to trigger or induce healing of these areas as well. So ear acupuncture, we commonly use it for things like curing addiction. So for smokers who are trying to stop smoking, for drug users who are trying to overcome their addiction, for people with uh, eating disorders, for weight management, for uh, pain management, for hormonal issues. All these are what we commonly use uh, ear acupuncture for as well. Alright, so now that you know or you have a rough idea of what the common TCM treatments are used for, right? we've talked about acupuncture, we've talked about cupping, we've talked about moxibustion, talk about Twena, we talk about ear acupuncture. So now comes the all-important question of what should I do or which treatment is actually the most suitable for me. Right, so I'm just going to give you a brief comparison on the different types of treatment. And this is not set in stone. This is my personal experience, my own understanding of what these treatments are used for. Different physicians may have different experiences and they may have different way of doing things. So this is just my personal opinion. But I think that this is, this is also commonly shared by many physicians and it's more or less what we use these treatments for generally. Alright, so for acupuncture, cupping and twena and moxibustion as well in fact, these are treatments that are all commonly used for pain management. So how do we know of acu-cupping, twena, and moxibustion? How do we know which to choose then? So for acupuncture, I like to use it when nerves are involved, when there's a nerve issue at hand. So for example, if you have some sciatica, right, you have some pain 
shooting out from your butt all the way to their feet, to the toes. In these kind of cases, acupuncture is actually very useful to help address these kind of nerve issues. Right, same thing uh, for nerve compression in the neck, leading to some numbness or tingling sensations in the fingers. If these cases happen or if a patient comes to me with these kind of symptoms, definitely acupuncture would be the number one treatment that I would recommend him or her. Acupuncture is also very good for dealing with deep muscle issues where you know maybe ordinary twain or ordinary cupping itself unable to reach the deeper layers of muscle. And so acupuncture can actually go in to these uh, deeper layers to actually address these uh, muscles which may be injured down under or in the deeper layers. Acupuncture is also useful for traumatic injuries where it's not possible to actually touch the area too much or to move the area. So for example, if you have a sprained ankle or if your, your finger kena the, the basketball or something and then it's very painful. In these kind of cases, it's not practical for us to do cupping or do tuena in these areas because number one, these areas are very bony. So there's no space for the cup to actually suck onto in the first place. And number two, the area is really swollen, maybe inflamed, in pain already. So we ideally do not want to further aggravate, further put you in pain. So in this case, acupuncture is a very suitable kind of treatment to actually target the area so that we can you know, help to solve the issue without causing you uh, too much additional discomfort or pain. Okay, so now let's talk about cupping. Cupping, on the other hand, is a more general kind of treatment method. Why I say general is because it, it's not able to really target specific muscles or target specific nerves, but it's used mainly for general muscle kind of relaxation. So what I mean is, for example, if you have, uh, let's say your whole leg is sore or your whole lower back is sore from a very intensive gym session the day before, or if you have very tight, you have very tense shoulders from working on the computer for many hours. Or maybe you have a frozen shoulder, right? You have a condition where your whole shoulder is, is, is hurting, you cannot do certain movements. So these kind of areas where, you know, the whole muscle is being affected or many muscles are being affected at the same time and you have a lot of tension in the area, these are the kind of conditions that cupping is actually more suitable for. Okay, next up we have Tui Na. And out of the three, right, acupuncture, cupping, and Tui Na, I would say Tui Na is probably the more versatile of the three. Why I say that it's a little bit more versatile is because Tui Na involves our hands. And because we are using our hands, we can then vary the strength of our technique. So maybe if we want to reach more superficial muscles, we can use a bit less force. If we want to go deeper into the more deeper muscles, we can actually increase the force that we use. Uh, we can actually use Tuena to also trigger some nerves. We can use the Tuena to actually incorporate movements into the joints and into the muscles and things like that. So Tuena is actually very versatile when it comes to using it to treat these kind of musculoskeletal issues. And I personally use Tuena a lot in my own personal practice. Okay, so then what about moxibustion? So moxibustion, we mainly use it for pain that is caused by cold or damp energies. So what do I mean by that? So for instance, let's say you have um, a neck or shoulder pain that is caused by you blowing aircon onto the area constantly 
Or maybe because every time after you shower, right, if you're a girl, you have long hair, you don't dry your hair, right, and then you let your wet hair drape over your neck and shoulder, and over time you get very bad uh, neck and shoulder pain because of that. So if a physician identifies or diagnoses you with a condition that is caused by cold or damp energies, uh, then moxibustion will be very useful to help you address this issue. Okay, so we talked about acupuncture, cupping, tuena, and moxibustion. And all of these four treatments, cupping and tuena, is mainly used for pain management, mainly used for musculoskeletal problems. Right? Even though I say tuena is also can be used to treat kind of internal conditions, general health issues, in reality, it is seldom used. La. More often than not, cupping and tuena is used mainly for pain management. Acupuncture is used for pain management, but Overall, out of these four treatments, or in fact out of maybe even all the TCM treatments, I would say that acupuncture is the most versatile because it is not only used to treat pain issues, it can also treat a wide range of other conditions as well. So your general health issues like your insomnia, your stomach ache, your common cold, your beauty-related issues like your facial slimming, your women's health issues like fertility, uh, menses cramp, your skin issues like uh, eczema, psoriasis, all these can actually be helped with acupuncture and it is probably why acupuncture is so commonly known and is so widely used today. For moxibustion, apart from using it to treat pain-related issues that are caused by excessive cold or damp energies in the body, moxibustion is also commonly used for women's health issues. So one common uh, problem that a lot of women tend to have is this thing called a cold womb. So what does a cold womb mean? A cold womb simply means that you have excessive cold energies in the womb. And this is normally caused by either spending too long in air-conditioned environments, uh, exposing your belly belly area by maybe wearing uh, crop tops or short shorts, uh, maybe drinking too much bubble tea, eating too much salads, uh, sashimi, cold drinks, things like that. So Lots of uh, people have this kind of lifestyle nowadays and it tends to result in this condition, what we call cold womb, where we have excessive cold energies in the body. And the symptoms of a cold womb can include things like you know, irregular menses, uh, very painful period cramps, or in extreme cases, it can even lead to things like infertility. So if you are guilty of such habits, if you are experiencing such symptoms, and your doctor diagnoses you as having this condition of a cold womb, then in this case, uh, moxibustion or ideal will be very useful to help you dispel some of that cold energies in your body to help improve some of these symptoms that you may be experiencing. Okay, so lastly, for ear acupuncture, ear acupuncture is not usually used as a main treatment method on its own, but rather is often used as a complement to the treatments that I've mentioned above. So for instance, if you come in with an issue that maybe you want to quit smoking, you want to overcome your smoking addiction, what actually happens is we may give you acupuncture and at the end of the session, we may give you some ear seeds to place on these ear acupoints for you to stimulate over the next few days when you are in between your acupuncture treatments. 
Another example is for slimming, right? So for many of my slimming patients, apart from giving them the conventional acupuncture and cupping treatments that we use for our slimming patients, we also give them ear seeds. And the function of the ear seeds is to help them regulate their appetite, to help them suppress some of their cravings so that they are also eating less in between their treatments as well. Right, so ear acupuncture is very useful as a complement to some of these treatments that I've mentioned above. But in some cases, it can also be used alone to achieve very good results. And a good example of this is for treating styes. Right, for those of you who have ever had an eye sty before, you will know how painful and uncomfortable it is. So how TCM deals with styes? One way is to actually do bloodletting on some of these ear acupoints. And the results are actually quite fast. The results are actually quite uh, impressive. And so in certain cases, e-acupuncture can actually be used to treat conditions on its own as well. All right, as a bonus last treatment for you guys, which I didn't mention earlier on because it's not really a treatment per se. I want to also talk a little bit about herbal medication. So herbal medication... Uh, most of you would know that it's mainly used for general health issues, right? Tell-li, or when we are trying to regulate some kind of uh, chronic kind of conditions or regulate some imbalances in the body. But herbal medication is also just as versatile as acupuncture. And it can also be used alone to treat a whole range of conditions. Right? So apart from your general health issues, herbal medication can also be used to treat pain issues. So we have herbs that can help with reducing pain. We have herbs that can reduce inflammation, reduce swelling. We have herbs that can promote blood flow, promote recovery. We have herbs that can unblock stagnation in the meridians. Right, so there are all these kind of TCM herbs that we can also use for pain management. Other areas also include things like for fertility, for skin issues, for even things like cancer where, you know, just a disclaimer, we don't actually have herbs to kill the cancer cells, but we do have herbs that can help with, you know, cancer recovery and to complement Western medicine kind of cancer treatment. So herbal medication is also very versatile, similar to acupuncture. So the next time maybe your physician suggests that you take some medication for your pain issues, for example, don't be surprised because uh, herbal medication is also very versatile and we also can use it to treat many, many things. So just to summarize, there are many TCM treatment modalities available to choose from, which can sometimes be very confusing for us as the layman or the person seeking treatment. But at the end of the day, I think that we shouldn't worry too much about it because it should be the physician that is the one making the choice or making the recommendations to you right? and not you choosing the treatment that you want. Of course, if there are certain treatments that you want to do or if there are certain treatments that you really don't want to do, you can also feedback to your physician. But the point I'm trying to make is that it's not as simple as, oh, I want to do acupuncture or I want to do cupping or I want to do tuena, then can do already. There are many factors as a physician that we need to consider, like you know whether or not your condition is in fact suitable for these kind of treatments, and whether or not even if your condition is suitable, whether or not you can actually do these kind of treatments, right? Maybe you have some underlying health condition, or maybe you are expecting, and so there are so many things to consider, and it's not as straightforward as you may think. 
Right, so listen to your physician, listen to the recommendations of your physician. And if you have any queries, always you know, feel free to ask us questions to clarify any doubts before you undergo any treatment plan. With that, I've come to the end of this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, you can follow us on Instagram at the TCM Folks, and I'll see you guys on the next episode.